everyone and welcome to episode 3 of This Friendly World, an audio show about all sorts of things going on today in our friendly world. Uh, my name is Jamie Ayling and we've got a lot to cover today, but I want to start by addressing some complaints from the last episode, from episode 2. Um, as you, as the regular listeners know, there was a crossword at the end of uh, episode two, but I received some complaints saying that it was hard to understand. I, even though I read out all the clues and described how the crossword looked, uh, people still had an issue with uh, completing it and saying they need. People said they need more of a visual. So, I so I want to say I hear you. I am listening, you know, I'm not just someone, I'm not just one of these uh, entertainers or put, or uh, people in show business who is up on a pedestal, pedestal and I'm not listening and I can't even hear you because I'm so much higher above you. I, I hear you, okay? I hear what you, I hear your feedback, I hear, I read the comments and and I'm listening, okay? I'm listening. And if you want a visual version of the crossword, I am going to give you a visual version of the crossword. So, right now, if you go to uh, the This Friendly World Twitter page, which is uh, www.twitter.com forward slash friend world show. That was the only username I could get. Um... Yeah, so you you will see that it's up there and you can print it out and you can fill it in and complete the crossword in a pencil or pen. Now, let's get started with the show. Uh, let's see here. What have we got? We've got some conspiracies today. We've got something from my Uncle Robert portfolio. We've got... Uh, a list. We've got a list uh, today and let's just get right into it. So I want to start with something that was in the news recently, the Chinese balloon that was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. I actually got here Chinese bassoon. That's a typo. Uh, it's not bassoon, it's Chinese balloon. So the Chinese balloon that was shot down. Um, so I read the other day about the Chinese balloon suspected of surveillance and espionage. They shot down over the Atlantic Ocean and I have had a couple of thoughts about it. First of all, this just shows how much more technologically advanced China is over the United States and Australia too. Um, last week at my work, we had a little birthday celebration for someone and the balloons at that celebration were just rubber things with air in them. And that's it. I mean, this Chinese balloon was capable of surveillance and espionage. I mean, I've never gone down to Woolworths or, or whatever store and bought a pack of, you know, 24 balloons. And I don't think I've come across any, any balloon that's capable of surveillance or espionage, let alone both. So uh, it's frankly worrying knowing that, that America is so far behind in balloon technology 
Um, America needs to start seriously thinking about what they can do to keep up with China in this area. Uh, another thing, this Chinese balloon was shot down and destroyed. Can you imagine how much time and money went into creating that high-tech balloon? Why destroy it when they could have just simply returned it to China via UPS? I mean, I thought that was really, you know, dramatic. Um, it's like next time the kids next door throw their frisbee over my fence, I'm not going to grab my hammer from my garage and walk over and just start smashing it until it's destroyed. You know, the common sense type thing to do would just be to throw it back over the fence. Okay. So in conclusion, the American government needs to review where technology and manners are on their list of priorities. Um, I'm now going to read a list. This was a list I wrote uh, a couple of years ago uh, that was published in a Hollywood-based newspaper. It's called Why I Like to Be on an Airplane. So these are 12 reasons why I like to be on an airplane. <clears throat> One, you cannot receive bad news on an airplane as there is no free Wi-Fi. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't pay for Wi-Fi on airplanes. I just try and do something else because I don't want to spend the money. So I am completely disconnected from what's going on on the ground uh, and no information can get to me because I don't have Wi-Fi so, and I can't take calls. So if I'm on a 15-hour flight, I can pretty much guarantee that for the next 15 hours, I can't get any bad news. Like if someone goes into hospital or someone dies or something goes wrong, there's no way of me knowing. So I'm guaranteed 15 hours of pure ignorant bliss of bad news. So if you don't, I mean, no one likes bad news, but if you, if you want some peace of mind and you don't want bad news, book a really long plane ride, Look, book a 15, 17 hour plane ride and don't buy, don't get the Wi-Fi on the plane and just know that no bad news can get to you. So that's my advice. Uh, number two, you don't have to grocery shop on an airplane. That's a big one. Um, the food is brought to you at your seat on an airplane and you don't have to go to the grocery store and uh, buy all the ingredients for your food. So that's a, that's a good one. Um, number three, usually you don't personally know anybody on an airplane. Now, when you get on an airplane, what are the chances you're going to run into someone you know? There's a very slim chance. Uh, it's virtually non-existent chance. So, uh, I mean, I've never run into anyone I know on an airplane. I've never run into someone and, you know, had to talk to them and have a chat and catch up with them. So uh, that's uh, number three. Number four, it is socially acceptable to sleep for long periods at any time of day you like on an airplane. Yeah, so you can go to sleep at any time of day and no one's going to question you. You can sleep at 2 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon. You can go to sleep at 11 in the morning for, for 8 hours and no one's going to say anything. Uh, number 5, you can fly really high up in the air on an airplane. That's true. That's very true. Number 6, 
On an airplane, you can be anywhere in the world and always be within a few meters of a bathroom. That's a big one, okay? Um, if you're walking through New York City or if you're walking through, I don't know, Bangkok, uh, who knows where the nearest bathroom is? But on an airplane, you can be flying over any country, any city, and you'll always uh, be within a few meters of a bathroom. And that's pretty cool. Uh, number seven, you can't experience weather on an airplane. I'm obviously not talking about turbulence. <clears throat> I'm talking about uh, snow, rain, heat, the sun. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I'm talking about uh, snow. Uh, the, the temperature in the airplane is regulated. It's always going to be the perfect temperature. There's no wind inside an airplane it's just perfect the best weather in the world is on an airplane that's what i'm trying to say number eight there is little or no crime on airplanes you can pretty much guarantee uh, unless the plane is hijacked which happens not that often uh you can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to be assaulted or mugged or burgled or anything like that on or uh, God forbid, murdered on an airplane. You can pretty much guarantee you're, you know, you're pretty safe on an airplane in that regard. Um, number nine, no responsibilities. You don't have to pay bills. Like I said, you don't have to grocery shop. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to do anything except just sit there. So there's no responsibilities on an airplane. You just have to sit there and be quiet. <clears throat> number 10, Breakfast is served to you where you sleep. That's a nice one. Uh, you go to sleep on an airplane, you wake up and suddenly it's breakfast time and there's a, a lady or man handing you a plate of breakfast. Uh, I mean, where else? Where Unless you have a partner who really cares about you and wants to do everything for you uh, and they serve you breakfast in bed. Not even at bed and breakfasts do they serve you breakfast in bed. I mean... You could go to a bed and breakfast. It's called a bed and breakfast. You still have to, you know, wake up, get out of bed, go in the dining room and have breakfast. I mean, <clears throat> so only on an airplane is breakfast served to you where you sleep. Uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> uh, number 11. i got a tickle in my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears> throat> Number 11, no kitchen cleanup after you eat. Uh, that's a big one, actually. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty big pain after I have dinner every night and I have to go into the kitchen and clean up. But um, when, uh, after you eat on an airplane, you just give the stewardess the, your plate and then you just go zhunk and you put your tray table up, you click it shut and you go back to what you were doing and that's the end of it. So there's no kitchen cleanup. <clears throat> and number 12 is peace and quiet. Um, everyone knows to just shut up and be quiet on an airplane. So unless there's a baby on the airplane or there are kids, you can pretty much guarantee that for the next however many hours, it's just going to be nice uh, peace and quiet. So those are 12 reasons why I like to be on an airplane.
Uh, what's next? We've got a few conspiracy theories here. I've got three conspiracy theories I want to talk about. And I want to say, if you have any information on these conspiracies, please send a message to the email address at the end of this episode. <clears throat> if you know anything about any of these. Now, the first conspiracy theory is uh, the Bible was just a pamphlet. That's pretty interesting. I think um, this is an interesting one. The fact that people are saying that the Bible was never a book, it was actually just a pamphlet, and they sort of uh, hyped it up and pretended like it was a book and were calling it a book when really it was more like a pamphlet. That's pretty interesting. The second conspiracy, the Beach Boys were never at the beach. This one's big, okay? Because the Beach Boys were one of or are one of the biggest bands out there. They're one of my favorite bands. And and the fact that people, there are groups out there who who are saying that the Beach Boys were actually up in snowy mountains while they wrote all those songs and they were never at the beach is very very interesting um you can tell you can actually tell by some of the lyrics like um what's that line uh uh they say uh, if everybody had an ocean across the usa if you if you were anywhere near the beach you'd know that that's physically impossible for everyone to have an ocean um so because it's the they're only on the coast so the Beach Boys were never at the beach. If um, now I don't want to offend anyone. If if any of the Beach Boys want to come on and tell me or show me photos, real photos. I'm not talking about the photoshopped ones out there where they just put them on a beach. They just took a photo of them in their you know cat snowy cabin in the woods and just plonked them onto a picture of the beach. Uh, I'm not talking about those photos. I'm talking about actual images of them at the beach. And if you want to show me any footage, come on the show. Come on the show and explain to me, prove to me that you were actually at the beach and not up in a snowy mountain. Um, And the third conspiracy I've got here is uh, if you, this is interesting. If you take, you can take any Stephen King book and read it backwards and you'll be reading absolute nonsense. It's true. I've actually got one here. I've got um, uh, Stephen King here. Can you hear that? I've got a Stephen King book here. Listen to this. I'm opening up random page 518. Himself presenting side either two arms, his lifted outside of the hand left his in wrist right, his gripping glock, the raised he, safe be to enough up high standing, was holy meant which stopped, had stares the from groans pers- pers- uh, protesting thee. I mean, yeah, that's nonsense. I mean, that's totally true. I mean, take any Stephen King book, read it backwards, and you'll get absolute nonsense. That's completely accurate. 
Now, I asked my uncle Robert Portfolio to send something through for today's episode, and all he sent was, uh, he sent me an email that um, the subject was uh, blank, and the email said, what Bach did was a fluke. And he goes on to say, basically, um, it's kind of incoherent, so I'm not going to just read it word for word, but basically what he's trying to say is uh, what Bach did wasn't any kind of musical ability or talent, it was just a fluke. So, alright, I guess that's, um, that's all we have for today, so thanks everyone for listening, and um, to episode 3 of This Friendly World, I, I hope you all enjoy the show uh, today, I hope you all enjoyed the show today, and um, I can't wait for you to listen to episode 4 next month now uh like i said at the beginning of the episode check twitter for the crossword www.twitter.com forward slash friend world show you will find the uh the crossword up there and if you have any information about any of the conspiracies about the bit the Bible pamphlet, uh, or the Beach Boys were never at the beach, or um, the Steve. I mean, what information about the Stephen King would you have? Because I just proved that it's true. But if you have any information on the Bible as a pamphlet, or the Beach Boys were never at the beach, please, please send a message to the email address at the end of this episode, please. So thanks everyone for listening. I'd like to end today's episode with some advice that my granddad gave me recently. Uh, It wasn't yesterday, but the day before he said this and it really stuck with me. Uh, So this is some advice from my granddad. He said, peanut butter won't, but veggie might. So thanks for uh, listening everyone and... uh, have a great month and I'll see you I'll see you in a month for episode 4. All right, bye-bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to thisfriendlyworldshow@gmail.com. You can also send a message through our Twitter www.twitter.com/friendworldshow.